The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event details on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. What up, world? This is Gold Mines with me, Kevin Hart. Guys, and on Gold Mines, we get inside the minds of amazing artists, journalists, entrepreneurs, and multi-hyphenates. Every week, guys, we get the stories, the authentic conversations, the gems that guided our guests through their path to success. Listen to Gold Mines every week on Sirius XM, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to The Late Show. I'm your host, Stephen Colbert. It is Thursday. It is Thursday. December 1st, which means, by law, you must throw out that turkey from Thanksgiving. (laughs) Stuffing's probably still good. Asked a loved one to give it a sniff. (laughs) Speaking... (laughs) Speaking of things that are starting to smell bad, Elon Musk. (laughs) Ever since... There you go. There you go. Ever since he took over Twitter, it's become a flaming porta potty dropped out of a helicopter. <laughs> Among other blunders, uh, Musk unleashed chaos by letting anyone buy a verified blue check mark for $8. That caused a lot of confusion. And some companies like Eli Lilly lost billions in market cap thanks to Twitter impersonators. Well, now Musk has found a solution to all the problems he caused by that stupid check mark. Three more stupid check marks. <laughs> He's announced he's rolling out a gold check for companies, a gray check for government, and a blue check for individuals. Is this Twitter or a new breakfast cereal? <laughs> They're after me, musky charms. Blue checks, gold checks, yellow moons, and purple Nazis. <laughs> Not only... <laughs> dancing with that chicken. I'm dancing with that chicken. I'm really a hoofer. Not, uh, <laughs> nice. not only that, but Musk claims that all verified accounts will be manually authenticated before the check activates. What? Elon Musk is going to personally verify every account on Twitter? Hello, this is Elon Musk. Am I speaking with the real MAGA buttface69? <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's not Musk's only policy change. As of last week, Twitter is no longer enforcing its COVID misinformation policy. Oh, thank goodness. No, 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 this is great. Twitter can now go back to being our number one source of news about what the vaccine did to a rapper's cousin's friend's balls. (laughs) I didn't know. (laughs) Who knows? 
What gland was swollen where? <laughs> now that it's okay to lie about COVID, uh, Musk has unbanned the personal account of one of our nation's top dummy dum-dums. Georgia Republican Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene... <laughs> ...seen here releasing doves into a wind turbine. <laughs> Greene went uh, right back to work on Twitter, tweeting the following, which I swear is 100% real. So many people still wearing masks. I just want to ask you if a pair of underwear, really thick ones, high-quality cotton, can't protect you from a fart, then how will a mask protect you from COVID? Okay. No, okay. Let's take it one step at a time. Yeah. There's, there's a lot going on there. First of all, Marge, try lactate. Second, <laughs> what on earth... Does she say at the store, excuse me, I'm looking for your thickest, most padded cotton underpants. <laughs> you know, the kind for an active gal who, how do I put this delicately, blasts seven chili pepper nuclear butt wind. <laughs> Undergarments for the kind of ass NATO that tears a hole in the space-time continuum <laughs> and sucks your grandma into the future to smell the unholy mess her loins have wrought. <laughs> and do you have that in a thong? <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Just... Just get a Brita. Just get a Brita. Ever since Musk has re-released right-wing nutballs like Green on Twitter, it seems like tens of thousands of liberals may be leaving the site. Well, yeah. No one wants to stay where they're being threatened and harassed. That's why Disneyland had to pull the plug on their infamous character, Frank the Horny Cannibal. (laughs) Musk... That's what your reaction is why they had to pull the plug on him. (laughs) Musk isn't just elevating right-wingers. He's also attacking Twitter's top advertiser. This week, he tweeted, Apple has mostly stopped advertising on Twitter. Do they hate free speech in America? Elon, Elon, Elon. Free speech means the government can't tell you what to say. It doesn't mean people have to give you money no matter what you say. (laughs) I know, I know you're mad at them. I know you're mad at them, but they don't hate free speech. They're mad at you because you freed hate speech. But... But... That works. That works. But Musk's Twitter feed isn't all fun and delusional attacks on his advertisers. He also tweeted this picture of his bedside table with guns and cans of caffeine-free Diet Coke. Well, the message is clear. Elon is always ready, just in case he has to wake up in the middle of the night and shoot the most useless soda in the world. (laughs) Brown water that keeps you sleepy. Speaking of uh, cuckoo crazy pants, we've got an update about MyPillow CEO Mike Lindell, (laughs) seen here challenging a mailbox to a karate fight. (laughs) Ever since latching on to the ex-president's election conspiracies, Lindell has had a growing influence on the GOP. And now he wants to make that official because he is launching a campaign for Republican National Committee Chair in a bid to run the Republican Party. (laughs) I'm, uh... I'm sorry, I just just need a moment. Dear Santa... (laughs) I... (laughs) I've been a very good boy this year, and I just (laughs) want one thing for Christmas. Please put the screamy mustache man in charge of the Republican Party. 
Also, a Toblerone the size of a baseball bat. <laughs> but despite Lindell's MAGA loyalty, the former president has not yet publicly supported his bid. Wow! He hasn't said anything supportive? But Lindell's been like a son to... Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense. So what happens if slash when Lindell doesn't win the RNC chair? Well, here's what he said about accepting the results. If there's any computer used, I would question any election which used a computer. <laughs> I don't trust the computers. <laughs> you can't trust. No, no, no. No, no, no. You can't trust the computers. I've been Googling all the bad stuff they do, and it's no bueno. So I'm taking the computers on, all of them. The foldy guys, the desktop square fellas, the big one at the airport, the one that glows orange and makes my bread crispy. All of them. (laughs) But... Come on. I'm supposed to take this off now, but I kind of like this look. This is... I feel like... a bit worried here, because an RNC election pitting Lindell against incumbent Ron McDaniel could tear the party apart between my pillow MAGA crazies and traditional conservatives, which is why I propose a compromise candidate, someone right down the middle, pillow. <laughs> he's got everything the Republicans want. He's white and he's square. <laughs> oh, there's some news. What happened? There's some news out of California, the Garden State, because yesterday, San Francisco voted to let their police force deploy potentially lethal remote-controlled robots in emergency situations. This is where it starts. But before you know it, the police are going to be playing the old mind game, good cop, bleep, blurp. (laughs) Seems like an obviously bad idea, but the vote was eight in favor and three about to be executed by robots. The San Francisco Police Department doesn't want anyone to panic, promising they have no plans to arm robots with guns, but could deploy robots equipped with explosive charges. (laughs) Oh, it's like the old saying, never bring a gun to an exploding robot fight. Now, on a personal note, I just want to say, um, it takes a lot of people to put a show like this on every night. I appreciate what everyone does. And we'd never be able to put it on air without our incredible team of interns. They do it all, from from stocking snacks to stocking beverages, along with a lot of other stuff that does not affect me directly. (laughs) And and the thing is, I always like to hear about what our former interns are up to. So tonight, I'm debuting my long-running or one-time-only segment, Intern (laughs) Check-In. Tonight, we're catching up with a fellow named Jordan, an intern from the amazing class of the spring of 2018. That's a good-looking group. There's Jordan right there, and that guy in the middle must have been a grad student. Not sure who that is. (laughs) Jordan was a great intern, and we all loved working with him. And there's a fun fact there. He was also the son of then-Brooklyn Borough President Eric Adams, who is now the mayor of New York, which (laughs) may explain why Jordan has left for Albania. 
Let me explain. Jordan has a burgeoning career as a rapper under the stage name J.O., and this is true. This week, J.O. appeared in the finals of the Albanian version of American Idol, Magic Song, or as they call it, Konga Magica, <laughs> hosted by the Ryan Seacrest of Albania, Regan Seacrest. <laughs> Our old intern, Jordan, performed on the show. He did an original song called Itsy Bitsy. Oh, that's an adorable name. Let's see what this cute little spider's up to this time. Okay, the Itsy Bitsy wanna twerk that ass and shake the I support it. She gorgeous, still she gotta stay committed. Oh, my. <laughs> he changed our printer paper with that mouth? We got a great show for you tonight. Coming up, John Krasinski. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event details on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Ladies and gentlemen, you know my first guest tonight from A Quiet Place, Jack Ryan in the office. Please welcome back to The Late Show, John Krasinski. They don't know. This is it. Yeah, that's it. This hey, is it. it's lovely to see you. It's so good it's to nice see to you. Have you here. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks, guys. John Krasinski, everybody. Thank you. Oh, sorry. Uh, now then. Go out on a high. That's what they taught us exactly. back in back in showbiz days. Leave them wanting everything. That's right. Now, uh, your delightful wife. Emily Blunt was yes. on here just was it just a week ago or something like it that? It was a week ago, yeah. Just a week ago. We go tonight. Right? Yeah. Always laughing. All right, enough. It's okay. hard, it's hard to tell which one of you I enjoy interviewing. Oh, that's more. nice. It's it her. is. It's what? Her. It's her. It is. It's her. very clear. It is her. Yeah. Um, it's uh, a little creepy how you look at her sometimes. It's a bit like, you know. Mm -hmm. But with me, it's just friendly. But yeah. with her, it's a little yes. like. Mm -hmm. It gets it gets creepy when you're not looking. <laughs> Now, have your... Let me ask you about uh, the kids one more. If you mind if I ask you something about the kids? Yeah, let's get personal. Okay. Yeah. Um, Didn't know I was on Barbara Walters tonight. Have they... It's just full tears. If I don't make you cry, I have <laughs> failed as a host. But we're going to shoot you in really soft focus. Please. And slow push in. Yeah. Do um, did the kids... Have you... Have they watched The Office? Because my kids, who are in their 20s, yeah. they love The Office. Your kids are somewhat younger. Eight and six. Yes. Yes. And... Uh, <laughs> Never too early to start doing the college tour, though. It's I'm true. I'm telling you. It, you know, it's true. Exactly. It is true. Do they have? Have they watched? Have they started watching The Office? They literally just started watching The Office. And by the way, started watching. I showed them one episode. Their actual quote: We were driving, and from the backseat, I heard, 
so what's the deal with this office thing? And I was like, okay, mm -hmm. it's a big question. We'll cut it down in bite-sized morsels. So yes. Emily was like, just show them the pilot. And so they were watching the first episode. And my oldest, turns out she's a screen talker at her. So she's talking to the screen. And so when Steve fired Jenna, she goes, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? And then she goes, you're a horrible person. <laughs> and wow. I said, you should meet Steve Carell. Anyway, <laughs> did you see that? I saw that, I saw that, yeah. And, yeah. and then uh, my six-year-old kept asking, is that you? And I said, yeah, it is. She goes, you look very different. And I was like, OK, I'll try not to take that as a hurtful thing, but sure. <laughs> And she goes, you look very different. And I said, no, that's me. I'm just playing a character. And she went, that's not you. <laughs> watched, and then watched two more episodes wow. being like, that's not you. The guy looks a lot like you, though. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Show her the Ricky young... Gervais one. Yeah, I'll exactly. Love that. <laughs> that's great love, yeah, for kids. She'll love that, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then she'll be like, there's a British version of you? Mm -hmm. I'll be like, yeah. Is there, <laughs> is, does it make you cool at all? Be, that you're on the on the TV. I don't know what else they've seen of yours. Well, Emily had a head start by being in Mary Poppins. Um, slight edge. A, a little slight edge, edge yeah. For children. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think my uh, my kids thought that she had married me at a like charity. They were like, "You're so nice to marry sure. an accountant. Like that's so nice of you." Because they don't know what I do. And they one think day I was, you work in an office. I think so. And the reason why I think that is I was walking um, them to school one day, and this guy came up, and he was very nice, and he came up and he went, John, from the office. And I went, yeah. And he goes, oh, my God, it's so good to see you. And I said, thanks. And we kept walking, and she said, so do you work with him? <laughs> and I went, no. Mm -hmm. And she goes, why are you lying to me? <laughs> and I went, I'm not, I'm not wow. lying to you. And she goes, no, he just said he knows you from the office. <laughs> I, here, here's one that has been said in front of my children that's hard to get out of. Guy comes up to me and says, oh my God, my love, my, my wife goes to bed with you every night. <laughs> That's amazing. Thank you. Uh, we have to take a quick break, Do we? but don't go nowhere, because we'll be right back with more John Krasinski, everybody. What up, world? This is Gold Mines with me, Kevin Hart. Guys, and on Gold Mines, we get inside the minds of amazing artists, journalists, entrepreneurs, and multi-hyphenates. Every week, guys, we get the stories, the authentic conversations, the gems that guided our guests through their path to success. Listen to Gold Mines every week on Sirius XM, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Jack Ryan. John Krasinski. Everybody knows and loves you as an actor, but of course now you're a big time director. Am I a big time director? You are a big time oh, director. Quiet Place. Quiet Place 2. Quiet Place 3. Um, uh, you were in the, on The Office. That was sort of, you know, a semi-documentary style. Did that influence your directing in any way? Oh, The Office was my film school. I mean, I was a waiter. That's what I was. I was just a professional waiter. Got The Office. Actually went back to waiting tables. <laughs> After the pilot, I went, this show's not going anywhere. So <laughs> I went back to waiting tables. And so we were, it felt like I was in a repertory company of actors because nobody was really watching us in the beginning. And so I got to, in all my free time, go up to the writer's room and see what it really is to foster an idea. And every joke that was told, you could almost see it in the air. And they were like, this could work, and this could work, and this is great. And they were all working together. And then the editors brought me down and said, this is what the first cut looked like, the second cut. 
All the camera guys showed me how to use the camera. So I was in full film school at the office. I definitely would not be directing if it wasn't that for that show. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It's true. True story. It's a true story. Mm-hmm. Put a little spice in it. Um, obvious follow-up, what kind of restaurant? Many. I got fired from nine. Did you really get fired? Yeah. It's hard to get fired from a restaurant, man. Well... Were you putting your thumb in the chowder? Not my thumb. Um, <laughs> no. No. As I said... <laughs> are, are your kids going to watch this? Are we still this? editing? Can yes. we edit that out? There we you can't. Go. That's going uh-huh. live. Did okay, you really perfect. get fired that many times? I did. I remember um, I was going to an audition, and some guy said, if you walk out that door to go to an audition, don't even come back. And I turned around, and I went, okay. <laughs> and I walked out and went to an audition wow. that I didn't get. Oh, well. Yeah. Um, oh, that was sad. I should tell a different story. <laughs> and then I got The Office. And then you got Jack Ryan. That's right. That's right. I want to... I, I'm a big fan of your Jack Ryan. Thank you very I, much. I, you know... You've always been a nice fan of the show. I've, re- I've, re- I've, I, I've enjoyed it from the bit the very... Did. Yeah. I, I don't remember... Oh, we fought. Um, we fought. You don't remember the bit we did? I remember wow. kicking your ass. That's all I remember. Oh, I, remember I threw the... you off a roof. Um, and I'm okay. <laughs> now who seems more intimidating? So, uh, I've loved season one, loved season two. When's season three available? Uh, December 21st for Christmas. Yeah. Oh, wow. The holidays, The yeah. solstice. The solstice. There you go. What do, we, uh, what, do we, what do we learn from Jack this time? Who are we fighting? This time, Jack's on the lam. He's out on his own. He's gone rogue. Is that so, how the second season ended? That was that the how... best. Can we just capture that? Ooh. Sure. That, that was amazing. Be a, great, a great, you know, yeah. cell phone ring. Yeah, it really was. Yeah. Yeah, so he's, uh, the CIA is after Jack this season, and you don't know why. Mm-hmm. Is Wendell Pierce still in it? Wendell Pierce is very Fant- much in it. The Fant- best. Fantastic. Michael Kelly is yep. amazing. Mm-hmm. And did you have to get, did you have to get, uh, you know, Jack Ryan? I don't know, you tell me. <laughs> that was... No? No. How long yeah, that was embarrassing how even long, to say it. How long did you actually shoot it? Were you shooting it during we COVID, shot, end of... Well, we shot uh, season three and four back-to-back, so we okay. shot for two years during COVID. Wow. Yeah, so we was were, it hard to we stay, were... like, you know, fighting form when all that sourdough bread was waiting back home? Oh, I thought you were calling me sourdough bread. I was like, ooh, that, that hurt my feelings. That'd be a good stripper name. <laughs> mm-hmm. The yeast is rising. Yeah, oh, okay. We have a, a clip here. Do you want to do... Is it going to be obvious what's happening here? It's, it, the, the, I think of all the clips I've ever shown on a talk show, this is the most obvious clip ever. Jim, let's find out if he's right. <laughs> this is Tango, 3-6. Requesting to land and drop off one pack. Inbound helicopter, this is U.S. Navy warship 8-0. You are not clear to land. I say again, you are not clear to land. Turn outbound immediately. Sorry, Migos. They said no go. Dr. Brian! How bad you need to get on that ship? Life or death? Have a nice Classic Jack Ryan. Classic Jack Ryan. Build the ocean. Get on his watch. Now, here's the thing. That really looks like you fell out of that helicopter. That is me not being... That, that's me being thrown out of a helicopter. So what happened was that morning, they had done that stunt with the stunt team over and over and over. And they were flying me out in a Blackhawk to get to the middle of the ocean, slowly drop me down in the water, and then just do the shot of the helicopter pulling away. 
And as we're going, one of my favorite parts about doing the show is to interact with the military community. And we were in uh, Blackhawk with all SEALs. And that gentleman right there is Kevin Kent. He's a wonderful guy, and I've done four seasons with him. Yeah, this guy. Which is now, now you just labeled him as this guy. He's so much more than that. <laughs> but as we were flying, he said, um, you gonna do this stunt? And I was like, no, they shot it this morning. And he was like, yeah, it would look a lot cooler if you did it. And I was like, yeah, we didn't plan for that. So I don't even know what that would look like. He goes, it would look like me grabbing the seatbelt, unbuckling you and throwing you out of this helicopter. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I don't know if I'm gonna do that. And the camera guy was sitting there like this, like, please don't do this. They hadn't told any of the producers or anything. And I went, all right, let's do it. And the camera guy jumps up. He unbuckled me and threw me out of the Blackhawk. And the camera guy got it. Yeah. And got this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was great. Hey, we have to take uh, uh, another little break here. Do we? We do. <laughs> we'll be right back. I don't know what we're going to get out of here. We'll be, you know who he is. Rise and shine, football fans. Start your day the right way with Morning Footy, a podcast that covers every aspect of the global game, headlines, match previews, analysis, interviews, culture, fashion, and plenty of banter. Join as we track the thrills and spills of Europe's biggest title races, the business end of the Champions League season, a summer packed with international competitions, MLS, NWSL, and much more. Subscribe to Morning Footy. Jack Ryan, John Krasinski. I got, I, got a, I, got a really, I got a really important question to ask you. How long ago were you in Jack Ryan shape? That's my, my question for you. Again, I'm offended because I'm still in Jack Ryan shape. <laughs> so you could just say, right now. You could say, right now, I'm still in Jack I, Ryan shape. I mean... Shape. Your wife said you had noodle arms when you, she was on. So here's the thing. She I, didn't say... She didn't no, say... No, 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 she no. said you weren't Hold fat Hold on Ryan, one second. Hold on one but second. But you weren't jacked Ryan. I wanted to talk about this right when we came out. So my wife last week said, I'm not, uh, I've been directing a movie, which is true. I just wrapped this movie I directed two nights ago. And she said, so he's not quite in Jack Ryan shape. He has noodle arms. Yeah. And then she said, I wouldn't necessarily call him Fat Ryan, but you just did. Right. So. So how's the linguini? How's the linguini holding up over there? Oh. The rigatoni. How's it doing over there? Why don't you come find out? We have, we have arm wrestled before. We have, well... We arm wrestled up in that little room I arm wrestled. I don't know what you were doing, but... <laughs> How are you feeling? How are you feeling? You ready, you, ready to go, you ready to go for another round? Yeah, for sure. Bring it out, boys. Let's go. Let's go. Right over there. Oh, we got the full... Let's get over there. There we go. You want some? Is, come get some! There is no tomorrow! Come on! How? Ha ha ha! We have fun! It's time to pay the piper! Is, I'm gonna give you a merit badge in pain! Is this Rock'em Sock'em Robots? Yes, <laughs> it is. All right. What are we doing? This is it. We're We're, what do you, what so, do you mean we're going to do? Is what? this like the official arm wrestling? Yes. So all I have to do is touch your hand to this. You have to touch my hand to this, and I have to, or anywhere, basically break this plane. You and does this electrocute like this. us? What? Do you just, you just hold on to that, oh, baby. Wow. That's, just, right. that's stabilizer. I can't believe we're doing that's, this again. What? 
Are you sad? It's going to be the last time, buddy. <laughs> have you read Have you read Beowulf? Because you're Grendel, and I'm ripping that arm off. You okay? guys all got that. I'm mounting you it all on the got wall. that. Okay. The most literary audience ever. In Hrothgar's Hall. Let's oh. do it. Okay. Are you serious? Are you scared? You're nervous? No, I'm not nervous. You're not nervous at all? Do you want to take your jacket off? What? Or? No. Oh no. Oh, we got it. Oh no. Okay. I don't great. win through intimidation. <laughs> okay. All right. Hold on. Oh, these okay, pads go, are go so straight, comfortable. Go straight up. It's gotta be straight up. No break. You can't break your wrist. Gotta be straight up like you that. No, you can't start that way. You can't start that way. It's can I rule. do that later? If you can do anything you want later. How bad do All you right. want this? My stage manager, my stage manager, Mark. Is, is Evie call. here? Evie was here last time. She's she not was, here. Oh. She's not here, right? I'm doing this for Evie. Ready, set, go! So close. Oh my god. I had you so close. Oh, when you can put we your get playback? Can we get playback on this? <laughs> can we get slow-mo on this, please? You did great. You did great. All right. I'll see you next time. We'll see you next time. I'll see you next time. This here. New season of Jack Ryan premieres December 21st. Thank you for listening to the Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert. Just one more thing. If you want to see more of me, come to the Late Show YouTube channel for more clips and exclusives. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What up, world? This is Gold Mines with me, Kevin Hart. Guys, and on Gold Mines, we get inside the minds of amazing artists, journalists, entrepreneurs, and multi-hyphenates. Every week, guys, we get the stories, the authentic conversations, the gems that guided our guests through their path to success. Listen to Gold Minds every week on Sirius XM, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.